Hey ladies, I hope y'all are having a great week. I wanted to talk to you today, just pretty short and sweet, about how you can drink less on vacation. Because I was thinking about you, a lot of you are about to go on vacation in the next month or so. It's summertime. I know, I know. It's like, well, what am I going to do by the pool? And what am I going to do on the beach? And what about this? And what about that? And we start to think about this whole like FOMO idea of like just missing out on these things. And so our brain wants to concentrate on the what we're going to miss versus really thinking about all the things that we can enjoy. And I know this because I was there, I promise you. And the first time I ever had a drink-free vacation, it was amazing. Now, what I'll be completely honest and tell you, there'll be times where you will experience the feeling of boredom. And there's kind of just sort of this sort of like potentially awkward kind of, you know, all these are judgments on how we think we're going to feel. And it's okay because you can feel them and move through them and then celebrate on the other side. And when I really sat through that that first year, I was like, this is awesome. I remembered everything. The time went by so slow, which, um, are you kidding me? On vacation, that's exactly how you want the time to go by. Like, I ain't trying to rush my vacation. It was amazing and it has been ever since because I actually was aware and in the moment to enjoy the vacation. So I'm about to go to Hilton Head soon in South Carolina. I'm really looking forward to it. I've never been to that beach specifically. So I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to relax and I hope that you do too. And I hope this podcast helps you at least do some exploration on your vacation this summer. And if you notice, I didn't say how to not completely drink, although that is a beautiful option if you want it. But how can you at least maybe drink less if that's your goal? Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So here's what I want you to do before you head to vacation, okay? You know how we plan, right? We plan on obviously where we're going, where we're staying. We plan on, oh God, what do I need to take? Like, is this place furnished? How much of the toiletries do I need to take? Planning our meals, planning some things we want to do. Like I know myself, I've, I actually did a post recently and was like, hey y'all, who's been to Hilton Head? I've never been. And so many people were offered up all these amazing ideas of places to eat, things to see, go shopping, take a day trip to Savannah. 
So planning is a key part of any trip. So why would we do this any different? Whether you were planning on how you were going to eat, if you had some sort of intention around eating or drinking. So let's focus on us. We can always take any of these concepts into other areas of our lives. I've talked about this. So step one is before you go, take some time just simply writing your desires for this vacation. And what I mean by that is like, what do you really want to experience? What do you really want to feel on this vacation, on this getaway, in on the holiday? For those of you who are listening over in the UK, like y'all say holiday is so cute. On holiday, like what do you desire? What is it? What do you want to feel? Okay. I'm not going to give you any ideas because I want you to actually do this and answer these questions. Okay. The next process is after you write your desires, you're good to go. This can even be on your, I used a notebook today as I started my list. I thought I had a beach list from the past of all the things I need to take and I couldn't find it. So I started again and I put it in sections You know, I'll write down the things that actually relate to going to the beach and then I'll do the kitchen stuff and the bedding stuff and then, oh, food and snacks and kind of that kind of thing. So what if you you just use this space that however you do it, whether you do it on, on your phone and write these desires down so you have them top of mind in front of you. Next is I want you to plan to succeed. That's the next part of the plan. Just go ahead and say, hey, this year's gonna be different. We're not going to go back and look at the times that maybe you've tried this before. Maybe you told yourself before that you were going to drink less and there wasn't any strategy like this or any planning like this around it. And your mind wants to go back and tell you, oh, but remember when? We're not going to do that. We're literally focusing on, okay, I'm going to succeed. What does success look like to me? Does it look like just actually doing these steps? Does it look like how if you get to your desires, how you're going to feel. Because the next part of the plan to succeed is don't make a goal, make an intention. Why? Because intentions come from a deeper part of us that actually can be more in that self-leadership. I can make a goal to save 50 bucks by the end of the week, okay? But if I had an intention to be more clear on how I want to spend my money this week so that I can use it for blank. That's a little bit more of an intention, okay? And I know that's kind of just an off-the-cuff, simple idea. But what is your intention? Like, is your intention to show up, to spend time with your family, to be present, to experience laughter and joy and fun? Is your intention to make sure that We all have what we need to eat, to read a certain book. Do you intend to read a book because you are looking forward to it or you want quiet time or your intention to explore your drinking? Like that could be simply it for you. This does not have to be this massively huge thing. This process should not take you very long. Okay, so you're just literally saying, you know what, my intention is to drink way less than I ever have before. Okay, what does that look like? Well, typically, I drink every single night on vacation. 
what if I was able to not drink two nights? What about not three nights? What if I decided that I'm going to just have one? You know, we've talked about this, like we can make all these plans and we can decide to moderate. This is not what this is about. This is purely exploration. So here's the next part. Commit to yourself and someone else if that feels good to you. First of all, we're always going to commit to ourselves. We're going to take actions for ourselves because that's where true transformation comes from. We can do things because we care about our kids, because we care about our partner, because we care about our family. That's great. And that is not transformation unless it's done from a core desire of I'm doing this for me so that as I grow and develop and as I transform, it will transform all these other relationships that I care so deeply about. Okay. And if you have someone like a wingman, a buddy, if you have a spouse that's super, super supportive and it feels good to you to go to them and you feel safe to say, hey, this is my intentions for the week. This is what I'm going to try to do. Then go ahead and do that too. Okay. The next step is I want you to have a super, this is the big one now. I want you to pay close attention. Once you've already got this, the desires written down, you have your intention, you've made a commitment. Here's where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. I want you to have a huge, keen awareness of your thoughts, your feelings, which are like your triggers, and then the actions that you take. I know that sounds big. Some people are like, I don't know. What do you, I, I'm not really there yet. I hear you talking about listening to my thoughts, but what does that really mean? I want you to, as you're walking through the night, let's just say you're out to dinner with your family and you hear the clinging of the glasses in the bar. When the glasses hit together, you know what that sounds like, right? What are your thoughts around that? Like, oh, a drink sounds nice. Oh yeah, I would love a glass of wine. Or what if you see it walking by on a tray? So then I want you to tap in and think about these thoughts like, ooh, this sounds nice. Ooh, I want one. And go, well, wait a minute. Do I? What feelings did that trigger in your body? Because remember the episode about the anticipation hit. So a lot of what you're going to experience more than likely on this trip is there's going to be this anticipation of a drink that will go ahead and give you the dopamine hit anyway. So the pleasure is going to be there. Then you get a chance to really analyze, is this really what I want? Okay. Then there's an action. So sit with yourself, ask yourself, hmm, do I really, really want to drink right now? Am I thirsty? Am I just really hungry? Does it sound good to me? Or is this a, an occasion tonight where I'm going to choose not to have one? And, or, sure, I think I'll choose to have a glass of wine tonight. Here's the deal. Make the choice and follow through. Don't second guess it. Michelle, are you telling me to choose to have a glass of wine? Yes. If you are in full control and you have sat through this, and this choice directly relates back to your desires for what you want, and your intentions for this trip, sure, go for it. But here's the deal. When you make that choice, and let's just say, let's start with the not choice first. Let's just say you choose tonight. Nope, you know what? I'm not going to have a drink. Pay attention to what you experience. 
Do you feel some discomfort and weirdness in your body as you're trying to have a conversation with whoever's at the table? Do you find your mind wandering to the bar or looking or anything like that? Are you thinking that you're missing out? Are you, is your body sort of like, do you feel this kind of weightiness inside because you, you think that because you chose no, that now you kind of feel sad or disappointed? Notice all these things. Just kind of pay attention. Or you could be like, yes, man, that dinner was delicious. And I'm in this conversation and I really didn't want it after all. Great. So what if you choose yes? Then choose it. And then allow yourself to experience what you experience, whether you choose yes or no. Okay? I want you to simply notice. I want you to take mental notes, just like I talked about. Like, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? What's going on at the table? Like, observe around you, kind of from this inner witness space. Like, sitting inside of yourself going, huh, what do I see? What do I hear? What am I feeling right now? How am I thinking about this conversation? Is it boring? Do I even enjoy? Are my kids like totally getting on my nerves? They would still be getting on your nerves if you had, trust me, even if you had more. Let's just say kids will get on our nerves. We love them, but they will drive us crazy. But sit there from that inner witness and just notice. It doesn't matter what it is. We can good, bad, ugly, anything. We're not judging it. All I want you to do is take a mental note. And when you're ready, I want you to write down what you've learned. Then you'll be like, oh my God, I'm on vacation. Good grief. I'm not going to write this down. All you have to do is write down your experience. I would wait till in the morning, to be honest with you, unless you're someone that you're like, you know what? I've got some clients that they are like, literally in the moment and they're like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I noticed. And they're like typing some bullet points in their phone. And that's great. I never did that. I'm offering this up as an idea. But what I do do, and I did do, is the morning after, I want you to write down the facts. Like what were the circumstances? Those are the facts, right? This is not judgment. There is no room for judgment here. It is not going to help you at all. If anything, if you begin to judge yourself here, it's going to harm this process. Remember, you have desires and you have intentions. And if you chose the drink, then go with it. Say, you know what, Michelle? I don't feel well this morning. I have a bit of a headache. Me and my husband got in a tiff last night. And that's just how I'm feeling today. I'm not going to judge myself and be mad like, oh my gosh, why did you choose that? Just go, okay, this is what I noticed. This is what I'm feeling and move on. Go drink a bunch of water after you have your coffee. Lord knows I love my coffee first. And just remember, if you truly made these choices, then you can learn without beating yourself up. Okay. It will feel very different if you just react on this vacation and you just just drink, you eat, you spend money, you snap at your kids, you respond in a certain way to your spouse. When you're not in full control of yourself and your choices, you're going to feel like crap. (laughs) For real. Like when I can look into those moments where I'm just like in like reaction mode, 
I'm way more frustrated with myself. And I can be, and I'm still full of compassion and forgiveness and move forward. So there's going to be times for you to be frustrated. But what I want you to see here is that if you commit to intentionally walking through this in a way that you're like, all right, I'm in full choice here. That's all I want from you. I want you to just fully choose. If you choose to have three drinks, then own it and then write it down the next day. You have to be aware of what's going on and you have to you have to learn from it in order to make a new decision the next day, really. Like, I know you've been there. You're obviously here for a reason. So what if you try something new? Try it new this time. Whether you choose to drink or not, how much you choose or not, do something different. That's how you're going to learn. And inside of these choices, have full awareness and full control. Because I want you to know that you have the power. No one else. You have the power to choose. And this is your opportunity to make changes if that's what you want. Okay. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm looking forward to my break. And next week, we're going to have an interview while I'm gone from something I previously recorded. I know you're going to enjoy it. So have an awesome week. I look forward to hearing from you. And if you have any questions, you're curious about what it looks like to work with me, just shoot me an email, coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Till next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.